0: Hello, listeners. There's that old saying that a joke isn't funny if you have to explain the meaning of it, but in this case, a little bit of context does go a long way. It was decided months ago for our April Fool's episode that we would be covering Downton Abbey. However, since Stella and I were familiar with the show and Don wasn't, We decided that we would use this as an opportunity to play an April Fool's joke on Don, which is what you're about to listen to. In the months preceding the episode, we told Don little things about Downton Abbey that weren't true. For example, that the Dowager Countess... Also known as the Mrs. McGonagall or whoever from Harry Potter, had sunk the Titanic and had been like trying to kill everyone on the show and started the Nazi party. We told Donovan that there was a lot of murder and ghosts and supernatural stuff on the show. So in the episode that you're about to hear, Donovan has only seen one episode of Downton Abbey, so he has no context for what's going on. However, we throw him a lot of curveballs and make up a lot of things. So while there are some real Downton Abbey spoilers here, there's a lot of stuff that we make up as well, just to mess with Don. If you still want to hear us talk about Gotham and the wacky adventures in Gotham, stay tuned after the Downton Abbey talk for a little surprise. Also of note, during this recording, Donovan and I were both deathly ill. While a lot of our health problems did wind up on the cutting room floor, you still will be able to hear coughs and some slight moving around on the microphone since both of us are, you know, getting tissues, blowing our noses, adjusting, you know, various medical necessities around us. So we apologize if that impedes the audio quality of the show. In the meantime, enjoy. You are listening to the Grantham Chronicle powered by the Downton Abbey net Check out the Downton Abbey Universe for this and many other great Downton Abbey podcasts, including From Flapper to Nurse, the Lady Sybil podcast hosted by our friend Stella.
1: One of my favorites.
0: <laughs> and the Everyone Loves Mosley podcast hosted by Donovan.
2: Uh, every Wednesday.
0: You're getting up to episode 50 of the Everyone Loves Mr. Mosley podcast. What are you going to be doing to celebrate?
2: I, uh, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. I think I might have some special guests on there like maybe Jesse Garrett, maybe Michael Bailey, maybe I don't know Kevin Cushing, Brad Douglas, somebody uh, the people who I know are real big Wesley fans heard his name right Wesley uh, Mosley you don't even know who you're doing a podcast about you
3: Thank you. For... <laughs> uh...
2: <laughs> but um,
3: you know, we're, we're, we're
2: trying to maybe we get maybe get the actors to uh, give me a, an exclusive interview. You know, should we make it out to Comic Con this year? I'm gonna try to see if uh I can get in touch with them. But yeah, you know, yeah, it's a I'm really excited. I've never had a podcast you know, fifty episodes, and um, of all the things I get to podcast about, that can be that long. Mosley is uh one of the worthiest of subjects.
1: It'd be interesting if you were a, if you did a um like an in depth look at, as to what it takes to make a road, because that was certainly a struggle for um, Mosley's character that one time, just really emotionally, uh, when he had to just quit what he was doing. And uh, Remember that, Josh, from the, with the road and everything?
0: Yes, yes.
1: And then Anna sees him and he just felt humiliated. So it would be interesting just to see what it was like back then to, uh, to actually construct roads.
2: I agree, it would be interesting. I think I might
3: do that thing that you
0: said to do. Well, uh, just a warning for people. Um, This podcast will contain spoilers. Um, We're currently on hiatus because series five just ended. So we're going to be doing a look back episode. And this um, time we're going to be looking back at series two, episode eight, where the where the Downton Abbey is invaded by the Spanish flu. Before we get into that, um, just it's been a few months since um, the end of Series Five, Stella. You know, like, do you have any predictions for like, you know, how they're going to pick things up when we get back?
1: With Season Six? Yeah,
0: Series Six, Season Six.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah, because we're American. Six. I um, <clears throat> right. I, I feel like uh, that's funny you mentioned that the American. I feel like we'll we'll do a slight time skip again. Maybe one or two years. That's generally what their standard is. Uh, but. I hope that Branson's going to come back at some point. If this is, you know, the last series that they're going to do, I I do hope that he comes back and visits. And so, you know, that last episode, you see, you know, the family all together again. And I'm hopeful that there's going to be some stability in Mary's life uh, romantically and maybe edith will finally find somebody but you know she's got her daughter right now so that could be a big reveal and as long as she has her daughter i think that's the one person that she can sort of count on for unconditional love um and and i'm hoping for no major deaths this season though perhaps the dowager is on i mean she's ready to go to that best exotic or the second best exotic marigold hotel so perhaps she's already rented a room there
0: you think someone will kill her
1: um, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Violet, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they seem to have a... Te- it's a tempest- tempestuous relationship. You could potentially argue that the Dowager was the reason why Violet, you know, stopped that wedding and everything. But uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe cousin Violet has has a violent streak in her.
0: Well, but may, I mean, I'm, I think that she'll just find out everything that the Dowager Countess did, like, through these years. Yeah, right. And if if she's got to die by somebody's hand, I think that, like, Violet is the only one worthy because of their history of the rivalry.
2: True.
0: Don, what did you think of the end of Series 5?
2: I thought it was, uh... I thought it was, uh... Really dramatic, as the show typically is. Uh, unexpectedly sexy. And, um... I, oh my, I what did you think was can't... sexy?
1: I know, were we watching the same show? Well, I mean, uh when
2: uh, the Dowager came out in that that fetching dress and all the maids got all envious. You
0: realize the Dowager's like 80.
2: Exactly! (laughs) That's the part that made it... uh, That's the Harry Potter girl? Yeah, no. Professor McGonagall showed off her gams. I was just... uh, I was surprisingly around. Thanks for
1: bringing us back to 1969.
2: Absolutely. So, I just just hope for more increased uh, eroticism from the Dowager, and other uh, fine friends. That's all I want. Oh, dear. So um,
0: in this episode that we're looking back on, you know, this is when um, a lot of our favorite characters are still alive. <laughs> Although, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. before. Um, but the Spanish flu has come to Downton Abbey, and it's Wedding Fever. Because Sir Richard Carlyle's getting ready for his wedding with Lady Mary. Lavinia, Lavinia and Matthew are about to get married. And um, Anna and Bates are about to marry in secret, while Branson and um, Sybil are about to elope. So that's going on. A Spanish Lou kind of interrupts some of the plans. Parents of uh, the soldier who impregnated Edith return to another visit to Downton Abbey to demand that Edith. Hand over the baby to them for custody. All this, and Lord Grantham, you know, has a little bit of hanky panky with the maid. And that was um, basically uh, this episode of Downton Abbey. What did uh, you think? Of, what did we think of Lavinia's death?
1: The problem with this death for me is that you you create possibly the sweetest character I think in the series. Like she comes on very innocent. Uh, because everyone, I think all the other characters, I, I would say that Sybil is very sweet as well. But there's still—is that a fish fry? Uh, there's still a bit of a—you uh, know—she's got a bit of an edge to her as well. And and you know, I was just revisiting some of these episodes, and you know, she said she has a free spirit and everything. She's she's pretty into her politics. But Lavinia well, is just very uh, a pure spirit, I think, very innocent. And so it, it's almost as just she's like this object that mary has to get through in order to get to, to matthew and you know take that into account the fact that she walked in or walked over a, a, a kiss between matthew and mary you know she just walks sees them at the bottom of the staircase and you know she still loves matthew like just forgives him without he even asking forgiveness And just for her to die and be like, you need to marry Mary is, it's just, it's sad in the the fact that, you know, like, her only purpose was basically, you know, Mary needs to get through this obstacle, we're going to kill her off, and she's going to give the blessing so that Matthew's not going to be too hung up on her because he'll know that Lavinia wanted him to get married to Mary, so... You know, it, it's sad. It's it's she was very kind character, like I said, and so it was it was hard to watch and, and for you know, to a certain extent it, it's felt like just a waste and just like a plot device rather than a person.
2: Yes, I would
3: agree. Uh
2: I I I I thought it was actually very dramatic and powerful when uh Lavinia Levi- 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 Lavinia, yeah.
1: Leviathan <laughs>
2: Oh no, Lavinia, you know, happens upon Matthew and Mary like an erstwhile Lisa Hayes uh, and stumbles upon their kiss. And then like 12 hours later, she's dead. I thought that was, you know, one could think that's that's stupid, but I thought that's pretty, uh, that's a pretty, that that might be the worst way a person can possibly die. Uh, Suddenly, painfully, slowly, and, you know, with with the love of their life, like, you know, in the arms of another. So Mm -hmm. I I was really enthralled. Um, I thought that Matthew's pathos was very well acted by the actor who acts him. I thought that, um, I thought I, I honestly bought that Lavinia was legitimately uh, happy for him because, you know, the old adage, if you love someone or you love something, set them free. And she was sort of uh, releasing him from the bondage of her love, uh, you know, as they parted through death. And um, I know that not everybody might take to the uh, sudden, like, you know, die for our ship level of troping in this show but I thought it was very powerful and I felt, I felt sad for Mary because Matthew refused, he, he uh, is now in a life of celibacy and angry loneliness because his wife uh, or his fiance died uh, and he cannot be with the one that he truly loves so all he has to do is, you know, stand in, in lonely uh, cliffs and stare at the, the distance and um, that's probably my favorite part of the, part of the episode, it was dramatic it was funny, and it was engaging.
0: You, you remember that he and Mary just got engaged the episode after this, though, right?
2: Well, yeah, but... <laughs> um, like, like, one episode in, in, in later... The moment, I, I, in the moment, clearly, that's an oversight. In the moment, right. of course. This is, this is my, uh, my, my reaction. After
0: me. receiving the blessing from Lavinia's ghost...
2: When, when this episode first aired, back in 2000... Uh... Five? Uh, Maybe. Well,
3: whatever, 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 2005?
1: What? You fools. I don't
3: know. <laughs>
1: Are you kidding me right now? I, 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 I'm I, the one in trouble because I didn't read
2: 2011! Give me a break! Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, when, when
0: the new 52 was happening.
2: When this episode... Oh, that's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> when when this first aired, um, I was I was I was um, uh, with uh, attention, and I and I knew not that her g- g- ghost would come back to like you know seal the deal of her love or their love in the following episode. So I'm speaking purely as in the moment of ep- series two episode eight, and not with the context of you know next week. I think that
0: it was ridiculous that her dying words were "Isn't it better this way." like she's like it's almost cheerful like oh isn't this great you know now you can be with the one you truly love you know like the this spanish flu has sure given us a second chance to reassess things and then just because of everything that happens afterwards with like you know the ghost and then her father because you know um like donovan you remember the retcon about this episode with like what lavinia did before she died yes yeah, I mean, you know, so like, rewatching this, you know, does the recon fit?
2: Yeah, well, uh, okay, no, <laughs> because you're talking, you're talking about the uh, like before she died, she talked to another guy saying he sure is better off with married, right?
0: Another guy, her father.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another guy who was the father. That's exactly what I meant. But uh, that's if that's what you're referring to. Yeah, it is a bit souring.
0: Oh my! What other retcon would I be referring to? (laughs) Why are you doing this to me? (laughs) 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 This is why, like, we couldn't do this episode without you.
2: (laughs) You really right.
0: You really (laughs) should. Oh. Uh, Well,
2: yes. I mean, granted, granted, that retcon does sour things. Um, and it's, it's, I mean, like, if, we're, if we're doing a look back episode maybe we should look back, uh, look back at a group of episodes and not just one episode to get a fuller discussion on there but um
0: All right, what did you think about the episode preceding this then
2: what um, <laughs> you did that to yourself
0: <laughs> a little bit
2: <laughs> so um remind me what the uh the plot of it was
0: I've um this. the plot of the previous episode That would be, um, well, that would be the Dowager Countess. She was trying the, um, because she was shipping Mary and, uh, and Matthew, so she tries to use cyanide to poison Lavinia, Mm. but then, um, but then... (laughs) Why do you think that's funny? One of our most beloved characters died. And and
3: I just got over saying how innocent and pure... Why is
2: he laughing? You're kidding me no <laughs> oh yeah it's of course i can't forget <laughs> I know, no, yeah. How cut out?
0: but then like but then like you know she frames bates and that's why bates is uh, arrested at the end of this
2: episode yeah. oh okay i thought it was because he uh, tried to interfere with lucius Lyon's uh, uh empire company and got arrested for murder anyway um
0: no I, he I- um the dowager Countess framed him well, I mean, I, you know, I, because, I, because she saw he saw her put the cyanide in there, so she wants to like get him out of the way and make him not a credible witness, and he's afraid to tell anyone.
2: Well, uh, I, I I'm not I know I'm not the only one who felt you know a bit emotional during it. Stella, <laughs> pack me up, please. What do you think? Like, what do you think about Josh's accusations that this doesn't make sense because of, of retcons?
1: Well, I, I mean, why do you consider it a retcon exactly? Josh. Well, just, uh, That's for Josh. You, Josh. Yeah. Why do you yeah, consider because I, I I feel like
0: oh um, cause because remember in remember yeah. when um um Lavinia's dad leaves Matthew all that money mm-hmm. and Matthew doesn't want to take it because he was unfaithful to Lavinia in her final hours mm-hmm. but then you find out that um Daisy um sent out a letter from Lavinia on her deathbed to her dad and in the letter Lavinia explains to her dad you know what happened by the phonograph. And the dad, like, you know, has the same opinion about it that Lavinia did. Which is, isn't Matthew awesome for, like, you know, cheating on his fiancée on her deathbed the night before the wedding? Mm.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, obviously, me. it,
1: it doesn't, you know, as as a fan favorite, you know, I would say Matthew is. And and the the Matthew-Mary-Will-They-Won't-They they was such a slow burn. And and they did not like each other in the beginning. And so it was interesting to see that as it went. Um it's it's a bit of a defamation against his character just in how daisy portrayed him and yeah that that is certainly sad um and i it's a bit of a betrayal to just get the money for you know purposes
0: matthew was so lucky cuz everyone is always leaving him fortunes and he never wants it
2: would you call him a gary stew no okay
0: i mean and do you miss Matthew?
1: Are you talking uh, to Donovan um, or me?
0: I'm um, to, to either of you, but I, I guess Donovan, because Donovan was a big Matthew fan before yeah. the Mosley podcast. Do you miss Matthew?
2: Uh, you betcha. Um, I really like the actor. I think that he portrays, you know, human angst in the time of love and cholera in 1918 very uh, and Spanish flu very uh, believably, because it's easy to, like, you know, overact and say, oh, I'm on a British uh, uh, soap opera, and I'm going to, you know, act all melodramatic.
1: Did you think Uh, it was a little too much that his own son was the one that killed him?
2: I... 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 I I thought that made just a sense, because... This show is so uh, engrossed with, you know, the legacy of children and the future of families. So to have him meet his end through his own uh, scion, I thought was a fitting <laughs> in
3: for,
2: a fitting in for the, this uh, character who never had, seemingly never had a, a great life at one point anyway. So a sad man who deserved to die by his own son.
1: Well, it got a little Greek, didn't it? And it's Shakespearean.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that? that they invoked Twelfth uh, 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 Night when uh, he died. I thought that was very uh, apropos.
3: Well, Twelfth Night is the- not the I would have thought
0: about. Wow. I'm just glad that the Dowager didn't do it, because, like, they they it gets repetitive that she's behind, like, every single scheme. Like, I, I know, remember when what, I first watched this, her I was... With her
2: secret cyanide <laughs> factory that I, I forgot that she had. And her... Well, you know, and Jigar it's General like,
0: I, I was almost ready for them to reveal that, like, she was behind the Spanish flu, which, obviously, that was a real thing, so... Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, another thing that happened this episode was uh, Lord Grantham, he, um... This is a turning point in the storyline with him and that maid, because he sends her away this episode. And, well, um, well, in fairness, she, doesn't she
2: uh, quit before he does so? I just, I've given my notice.
0: It's weird, because, like, she has never written this way again. Because, like, when the writers of the show changed, and she's brought back, like, the next season, she's, like, a completely different character.
2: Um, and remind me how. Well,
0: faking the pregnancy to like try and extort him for money. Like, did did you think that like, based on what we saw of her character in this episode, is she someone that would try and like, you know, extort, you know, him saying that she was having his baby.
2: Um, now that you remind me, (laughs) I guess not.
0: (laughs) I mean, and the sad thing is it's, um, as you saw in this episode, they never consummated their relationship, but because it's like nineteen nineteen, Lord Grantham doesn't know about the birds and the bees. He thinks that he could have impregnated her just by like making out with her in the bedroom. So it's, it's like he doesn't. It was
2: nine. It was nineteen nineteen. How are you like a middle aged? Uh, okay, so pause. How are you, a middle aged man, and not know about sex in the most basic terms?
0: Nineteen nineteen and sexual education was not like big. What is he, Seymour
2: Skinner? I thought, I thought that he was a great uh lord of a uh, of a moral <laughs> state. Wasn't he married? He was married to the he is, he, he is he is well, married, he but his wife, you know. Wait, wait, wait he doesn't. He, he he made out with her and thought that impregnated <laughs> her? Yeah. Okay. I well, uh,
1: can't wrap his mind around that one, I guess. In general, I, I think that anyone uh, who is a is a cheater, you know, who or who is attempting adultery is not really the best situation. Not really the best person, anyways, not the best character. So I, I don't really put it past her the fact that she was trying to extort Lord Grantham for money. But she did, and and even worse than that, she plays on his ignorance. Like you said, he, he's not really aware of uh, anatomy and, and how things go together. So that's a bit of a problem, but I didn't really care for that nurse. And the entire time that I saw her and her her minute advances, I was super concerned about it all. Did you like the nurse? Did you like the nurse before you realized that they were trying to pair her?
0: She was. She wasn't a nurse.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I had Sybil on the brain. I, I've been thinking a lot about my.
0: I clearly.
1: Um. <laughs> did you did you ever like this maid uh, and and yeah and at what point?
0: I just I, I was just very uncomfortable through the whole thing. The, these people just need to behave themselves and keep it in their pants.
1: I agree with that.
2: I think after mm-hmm. seeing the show for so many seasons, you know that's impossible.
0: But I'm um, speaking of your favorite character, Sybil. You know, this was a big episode oh, wow. for her, revealing yeah. to her, revealing to her parents that she was eloping mm-hmm. with Branson. And getting her papa's blessing at the end. How was this moment for you, a Branson oh Tom gosh, shipper? yes.
1: Papa? Papa. Uh, I have to say that, you know, when I look back on the series, and I remember when I first watched this, I binge-watched series one and series two, or at least series one. I didn't have any power for several days. It was last winter. There was a big winter. No power. So I was basically only on my auxiliary laptop, and I had, you know, these things, so I could only watch some of them. And my, pa- I'm sorry, I, I guess I'm pointing to Josh Bertoni to do a little history of our show, which is something that we we didn't, we didn't talk about too much. I think we maybe we did it when we first started this show, but we, you know, I I'm gonna refresh us. So, <laughs> my parents liked Downton Abbey, and they kept saying, you know, you should watch Downton Abbey, you should watch Downton Abbey. Mary is dad's father, you know, is my father's favorite character and everything. I'm like, you know, fine. I've got these these days here. I'll watch this Downton Abbey business. So. At at first, I did not like Mary. She has grown on me, and, and I do like her now. Uh, and I just binged this. I just, foo I got sucked into it. And certainly one of my favorite characters, which is why I have um, my Sybil podcast, of course, and, you know, I'm going on to episode 100 in May, is the fact that... Um, Oh yeah No She's just And and I think uh, I was talking With with Josh Before the show and, And I think That if I were Anyone in the Downton Abbey show That I would Actually be Sybil um, I feel like we're very similar, and, and like I said, you know, she's she has so much spirit, and she does have this uh, youthful innocence to her, and and she sticks to her beliefs, and she tries new things. She's adventurous and everything, so I do really love her. And one of my favorite couples is is her and Branson, and then my other I think would certainly be Anna and Bates, though Mary and Matthew they're they're always up there, and I I loved that. Poor Matthew. The, the, It it came on almost suddenly, the Tom and Sybil, if you think about it, because, you know, he was just a chauffeur. I think that the catalyst, the beginning of it, was certainly that one political riot that she went to. And uh, But then, you know, little by little, all these things were happening, and, and this war was the big push for them, and... You know, the garage was their place of love, where they where they would come and and they would talk. You, you know, they would talk. So whenever you see Tom working, you are like, "Well, Sybil's going to pop up, and there she is in the door, and they talk and everything." And so to see that finally, <laughs> and
0: just like the the end of that Smallville episode, yeah, you where it's like where it's like, like I swear to God, they did that same thing where it was like, How you many know, times and-
2: is our television show is going to copy that that season two. It's Smallville so good, episode. that's why.
0: Well, because Anna, you know, before she was with Bates, when she was, like, she had a thing for Branson, she walks in and sees him kissing Sybil and, like, walks away. All is, it,
2: is it not proper to, like, you know, start pulling hair and uh, tearing clothes mm-hmm. and... Uh...
0: Well, it's, it's not proper because he's the chauffeur yeah. and, and she's a lady of the yeah, house. Yeah, so that's
1: the other thing is just like this class divide because there's somewhat of a, a social divide between Mary and Matthew. But I think this is the biggest one and that was certainly something that was keeping them apart. And so I was very happy when finally Sybil was like, you know, I – i do love my family but i also love you so i feel like you know we need to get passes so this was a really big moment where they and i think you know the previous episode where she's like yes you know we're going to be together and then they finally reveal it all um it's uh (laughs) it's it is a big moment for the shipper and me and and i certainly i I will admit that i got butterflies in 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 my belly um when when it, when it all happened
0: do you think that it was in character for the dowager to like take it as much like basically take it as well as she did
1: um you know yeah cuz
0: cuz la- in series 1 you know when um when one of the like um um kitchen like attendants tried to get with one of the daughters you know they uh, the dowager basically like pretty much almost ran him out of town yeah
1: um is it in character no i guess it's you know you would expect her to be really harsh about it um i I mean maybe she has a fondness for tom that he's been around and you know sybil is young so perhaps she thought that it wouldn't really work out to begin with like you know given some time something would happen and they they wouldn't get married but i think also you had to mellow the dowager out in order to have the bad guy be grantham at that certain Point because I think if you had two heavy hitters,
0: that's true. If you had
1: two heavy hitters, it would have been too much coming at us. So I think all the villainy—if <laughs> I were to call it that—all uh, the anger is relegated, I think, to the father.
2: Right. Well, I agree. In- I, don't, I don't think that like um, maybe maybe she just mellowed out in her in later years. Maybe she's yeah. senile, but uh, she can't—you know—she can't be late, late uh, evil, dowager burns. You know, all the entire series. I'm sure she changes. Uh in in this upcoming season.
0: So at the end of the episode where he says he accepts them, we obviously know from what happens in the next few episodes when he like, you know, um sends the guy the Ireland to take care of Branson that, you know, did you think that he that he was lying then? Or do you think that at that moment in the funeral he meant what he said and he only relented later?
2: That felt to me like, you know, uh the the, pl- the, the episode's wrapping it up, you know, all loose ends are most tied up, like uh the the two are married um uh lavinia, no they're the, the,
0: not not yet lavinia oh oh no bates bates and anna were married okay right
2: yeah them those guys lavinia has passed away it's it they, they almost felt like you know oh yes this plot I too well all is forgiven here's some money that i promise to give you in the future or he doesn't give him money but he, he gives them their blessing so they kind of felt like you know let's make sure that like there's no loose ends for this episode that's memorable.
0: Do you think he was lying, or do you think he just changed his mind later?
2: Um, it'd be pretty evil for him to lie at a funeral. So, I, I this, this this is a nice guy. I think we all know. I'm
0: imagining. So, nice uh, guy. Oh dear, he cheated on his wife with a maid.
2: <laughs> what character in the show hasn't cheated oh on their wives gosh. with maids? <laughs> oh, but um, no, nah, he probably had a change of heart. Like in you know. The next night and uh, slept on it and says actually i don't think i am going to give you your, my blessing in fact i want to do horrible things to you
0: well yeah sent the guy to ireland um again Cru- you know cruelest but, of fates yeah um and then so uh Bates and anna they had they had their wedding this episode um ha- after all these you know years of will they or won't they how did you feel about the wedding donovan <laughs>
2: I thought that it was rather it was rather surprisingly um, uh, humdrum, you know. It was you know there were hardly anybody there if there's nobody. I think there's not anybody at all. And uh, I thought I, I really enjoyed the scene with them. Well, you
0: no, know, nobody wants to go because there's the rumor that Bates was the one with the cyanide.
2: Oh, that was in like, the air then.
0: Well, that was the epi- That's why he's arrested. So like n- well, did, nobody. Did,
2: did, be- did, they, did they legit like, like honestly? Did they mention that once before he was arrested in the episode? Like, I, at all?
0: E, a few times, you know. That's why she married him, because she wanted to be his wife, you know, during this trial. So that way she had a right to know what was going on, and she was able to do visits.
2: Oh, yeah. How could I have forgotten? Well, um, yeah. aside from all that. Like, uh, I, I like that scene with the scene with, you know, they're, like, you know, in their bed po- post-coitus. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, you know, oh, I love you, and I love being your husband, and I love being your wife, and nothing will ever happen to us again. And I, and I totally forgot that he was going to be, you know, sent up the river by um, Thompson and Thompson from Denton, and uh, I really, I I, th- I was kind of like fooled into thinking that like everything would end happily ever after. Now that the death of uh, Lavinia has taught everyone to be kind, rewind, and you know, do well into each other. So uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a nice, it was a nice lovey-dovey scene that was ruined by Law and Order.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's ironic because that's how Series Five ends now, because now Anna's the one that's in jail or she's not in jail but like she's like in danger going oh, in the jail that family's just unlucky because of the death of
2: poor green if only he was he was a, a rapist red- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shut up first the podcast <laughs> so, what would you just say? I'm just gonna shut up the rest of the podcast. Every, every single thing I say is, is like, how can you say that? Well, yeah, like,
0: you're like poor Green, he was a rapist. He raped
3: Anna. Oh, f- yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> True story. I don't know. John,
0: how would you feel if Stella and I told you that we made up like 60 percent of the stuff on here?
2: Wait, You're taking advantage of an invalid in- 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 man. My skin yes. like there was an alien. Bug. You're kidding me. You two connived this whole thing. Was, it, was, that, was that episode of in an episode?
0: <laughs> we pay the BBC the. F-
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh dude.
0: Well, the funny thing is, like, I'd be interested to know, like, what you thought we were making up, and like, and what you thought was real.
2: Does Professor McGonagall legitimately kill yeah. someone with cyanide?
0: No. <laughs> and she didn't sink the Titanic either. Oh, really? And, and Green was uh not a rape. Well Green was a rapist, actually, yeah, he was.
3: You got told, April Fool! A city of love, a city of peace for every one of us. We all need it, can't live without it. A Gotham City.
0: Hello, and you are listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the BatmanUniverse.net for this and many other great Batman podcasts. My name is Josh, and with me
2: is. This is Donovan! This is Tessa Goolie.
0: Tessa Gooley. All right. And today we're going to be covering the episode of Gotham entitled Nightfall.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, you bastard.
2: No, not that. Anything <laughs> with that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> in this episode, Bane comes by and breaks you know 12-year-old Bruce's back.
0: Okay. So Fish Mooney is still at the Dollmaker's compound when the U.S. government comes in and raids the place. But due to some fast-talking, Fish Mooney convinces the president of the United States, Barack Obama, to let her take over the country. <laughs> but whose side is Fish really on? In the meantime, over at the GCPD, Gordon is shocked to learn that his new girlfriend, Lee, is the new medical examiner, whereas Harvey gives him some ribbing saying, so you and the doctor, eh? Are you two getting together? But Gordon doesn't have much time to focus on this because he's very, very upset about Detective Flass parking in handicap spaces. And he wants to give him a parking ticket, but Essen says, You think I don't want to help you? You think we haven't tried before? We have families. Look, we want to help you, but we can't, okay? So Gordon has to figure So Gordon has to figure out what to do there. In the meantime, Don Falcone has a gift for Penguin, a new nightclub. But what happens when the opening act, aka Penguin's Mom, gets the wrong sheet music for the big musical number?
3: <laughs> will it offend
0: uh, Will will it offend Don Maroney? And Bruce goes to school – Bruce goes back to school, but new student Antonio Diego does not take kindly to Bruce's extracurricular ways and breaks his back. While Bruce is on the ground bleeding with a broken back, Alfred stares at him and says, aw, are you going to get up or are you going to sit there and cry? And forces Bruce to crawl all the way back to the manor. So that was this episode of Gotham. Um, What did you guys think of it?
2: So this will be my last appearance on the Gotham Chronicle podcast. A, because I'm dying, and B, because this is the worst episode ever ever cursed onto humankind. Because Nightfall. How many people who've watched TV know what Nightfall is? That's all i got to say. And Fish Mooney, isn't it? I mean, A, we saw it coming, but B, we didn't want to see it coming because it was a horrible idea.
0: I, I think it's what we've been leading up to this whole time.
2: Half of these plots are circulated from ten episodes ago. And... <laughs>
1: What a, <laughs> wow! What an accurate uh, description you had there, Donovan.
2: Miss Kringle. I brought you some flowers. Oh, you, Edward, but I'm afraid that Montoya brought me flowers today. Oh, I understand. Sure, there you go. That's yep, good. pretty much. That's the nuanced plot for Edward Nigma. I wonder what's going to happen next. Oh, wait, yes, the same thing that happens every night, Pinky.
0: Oh. That guy who wrote into the comic cast is not going to like this.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm fine with some realism, you know, in comics and, and, shows and things like that. But I think there, there's a line for me, uh, with what elements from my real life bleed into the TV show. And having Barack Obama on there is, is something that I have a problem with. Um, and, and,
0: I guess the show doesn't well, take place in the past. You
1: know, my political affiliations whatsoever. It's just the fact that, you know, it, it was it was already too much for me to see his head explode on the Kingsman. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, and I, forgot about that. Uh, I just feel like maybe it's too much, you know. Too much. Too much. Too much. You know, it's it was – Fish needs to do something else. She needs to get out of that island. She's been biding her time for too long. It feels like – She's been. Oh man, how long has that been? Seriously.
0: Do you think she's going to make that island the new White House now that she's I don't controlling the government? I
1: Luther comes man in life. as a kid and like destroys her. Um, you know, the 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 back breaking thing is a bit of an issue because I, I feel like honestly it doesn't make sense uh, if I were to pull a destiny. It 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 just doesn't make sense because. I don't think that the kid that could really have an, th- this person, you know, that that broke Bruce doesn't really have yeah, Antonio Diego really have enough strength to do this. I think to the kid, but he's on the wrestling team.
2: He, he wears. I, I really don't masks, think so, reasons. though.
1: It, it's not. I mean, you have to look at Bane and. and Everything about Bane being just in physical uh, form, well, and, which is true of Batman, of course. But then you add the – I just don't think that this is possible. And I, I think that you're – I think that this is dangerous, a dangerous road to go down.
0: Well, and then we have the scene where you know Alfred goes to Gorman and says, Master Bruce's back is broken. I don't know if to do. And Alfred says, take him to the hospital. And, and Al- or Gordon says, take him to the hospital. And Alfred says, no, no, no. I promised his parents, you know, no doctors but I would let never him go his own way.
2: Him. Should he be paralyzed? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even want a wheelchair. He just wants to use crutches that his, his spine can't
0: Well, see. I mean, he was asking for a wheelchair for Alfred to carry him, but Alfred you know I I mean I, we've seen Alfred do some tough love, but this is this is kind of ridiculous.
1: I mean he's just really unfair. Um, you think that and I, get, I just have a major
2: problem with that.
0: Do we think that that blonde student that was helping Bruce is going to be John Paul Valley?
2: Uh well, John Paul's not supposed to be Bruce's age. He's supposed to be younger, so maybe if he's like a, a kindergartner and wants to help, you know, middle middle school student Bruce Wayne, middle school Middle school student Bruce Wayne. But uh would do I don't want Bruce Wayne to meet John Paul Valley before he's even met. I don't know. I actually
1: had... I I had heard a rumor about this. I don't know how likely this is because it does seem ridiculous, but that uh, boy actually becomes a transgendered character and becomes Kathy Kane. Wow.
0: You know what? I'd be down for that. I think that that would be a daring new direction for the show. Wow. Um, But speaking of sexual issues, Stella, what did you think of the Barbara Keane scene?
2: How do I do this?
3: (laughs) Well,
1: you know, Barbara finally getting a job even if it is at this diner i think is a big push for this character um i don't know where that leads i think we need more information as to what happened with her art gallery did it have to be a
0: topless diner though
1: hey at least has yeah, no. got the the tassels on the nips you know the, the problem i flash back to to, to um saved by the bell and, you know, at some point, Jesse literally walked what? off the set and over to Showgirls. And I thought, "Ugh, this is a bad decision. You know what I'm saying? But I think here, at least Barbara's doing something with her life. It is a little seedy. But I think maybe she's going to snap out of it at some point. Like, maybe she needs to fall super far in order to get up, which is what Alfred has said to Bruce, right? For she got to fall to get back down.
2: Why do we fall, exactly. uh, Mistress yeah. Gordon or Mistress Kane? Well, 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 why why do we tassel? Yeah. <laughs> so we can learn to get more tips. Yeah, I,
1: I, I you know, I don't know. <sighs> I
0: could have, I could have done without that awkward scene where she's giving the guy the lap dance, and it turns out to be her father.
1: <laughs> well i think that shows how far you. gone she is and just like she's really used like she needs some help this is basically breaking bad with jesse
0: you were saying she's finally getting her life together
2: like not two minutes ago you
1: know <laughs> what an april fool's episode
2: stop it stop it how mean are we going to be this character exactly like, we are spinning all over <laughs>
0: Well what do we think of the Gordon plot line with flass and the parking tickets?
1: um about the parking' I'll go as Don is recovering um from his midnight tryst with uh Barbara. Um, yeah I, I guess it's it's apropos of the character and what he has done that you know this is his job now um I, I think that it's also it's almost there's something eerie about it because I feel like. Doing this, if that's all you're going to do, this mundane task every day, you're also coming up with a plan because you have a lot of spare time, I think. So I'm actually worried for what's going to happen with with uh, Bullock and um, and Jim. What what Flass is going to do to get back at them? Because I think he's certainly biding his time, and he's gonna he's going to attack.
0: Why do you think uh, Bullet was hiding those uh, clown shoes in his locker when Gordon came in?
1: Um. I think people are gonna leap to the assumption that yeah he's another joker possibility but um i don't know i'm I'm gonna step out here and say that i wonder if joker could be his son um and that like there's actually this secret son that that you know kind of connecting to to downton abbey there that there's a secret son that no one knows that bullock has and maybe he's got some sort of uh, messed up thing i i don't know but I, I don't think Bullock could be i think that'd be trotting too far on the uh the mythos of batman
0: once again gordon finds out that Lee's the new medical examiner like really we're, we're doing that again yeah. all right dom what did you think of uh the gordon and parking ticket plot line <laughs>
2: um it surprised me that ben mckenzie could uh strum up such anger over seeing his car have not one but two parking tickets and um uh, is it is it is it legal for a police officer to have brass knuckles and use them on another police officer just because he got a ticket? I mean I was kinda surprised that, that they're writing Gordon This Dark. The man Ben McKenzie sells it when he like kinda licks the blood that splashes yes. on his face off of his teeth. It's, I was um, getting walking dead flashbacks.
0: Yeah.
2: It's uh it's uh and the fact that like Lee watched
0: it. was daughter. really weird because he was saying "coral" too, like as he was beating flats. <laughs> like, <laughs> like why was he doing that?
2: fact that, like Lee was like watching it all and kind of just like smiling the whole time. It was is like, wow, she's a overtly positive person. So, i uh, I was I was actually kind of disturbed, but uh, it was it was a good kind of stir because it made me want to see you know what else they get wrong next time.
0: And what is your theory about the clown shoes that Bullock was hiding in his locker? <laughs>
2: uh, he might be another another Joker uh, red
0: herring. Okay, I, I'm. I'm just gonna say it. Do you think that Miss Kringle and Edward Nigma going at it on Essen's desk while Essen was trying the file paperwork <laughs> was that? <laughs> do you that think was, that, that was the? Do you think that was the effects of the Nightfall drug, or do you think that like Miss Kringle like you know really wanted?
2: Well, I mean, I, I was surprised they you know, I away with that for a tvy 7 I mean, this is this this just won the uh, Kids' Choice Award for Best Family Show. So uh, I was surprised that like I guess uh, things have changed since the the TV rays were first implemented, but um, nonetheless, it was pretty hot. I I I never knew that uh, the guy who played Edward Nygma would look that good with his shirt off. Same thing goes for the person who played uh, Miss Kringle with her shirt off. So uh, I was was surprised uh, he had
0: the Austin Powers chest with all that hair. (laughs) But like that, the hair was in like the shape of a question mark. That was even weirder.
2: I, I was kind of disturbed by the fact that he kept on repeating "riddle me this, riddle me this, riddle me this" the entire time. So. That was a bit surprising, but, um, uh, otherwise that sure was a, uh, a graphic sex scene. I, I
1: mm-hmm. mean, it was a bit, be- be- uh, a bit of an as ex- exhibitionism. I, I, ew. I mean, I, I was I expecting Mako to like pop out and start doing some, oh, li, li, you know, that this stuff was going on, you know what I'm saying? Sweet. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was a little over the top and I'm wondering what the devil was going on, you know what I'm saying?
0: yeah I'll tell you what the um, was going on <laughs> and 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 uh, the last plot line of the episode, Stella, what do you think of you know uh the maroni and uh and um Falcone like karaoke hour at oswald's um, Club?
1: well now I think you know finally we understand the purpose of that big wine scene that that Oswald had at the that we I mean, remember when i- t- I talked about that he got that wine and he said it pays to know if it' pays to have information this is the favorite wine, so it's clear that he probably drugged it. I don't know what's going to come of everything. I feel like uh, Cobblepot can certainly cash in on what has just happened in some way.
0: Well, I think he was yeah, recording so it.
1: something's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: I think it answers some of our questions about the rivalry between Falcone and uh, Maroni.
2: It all comes down to their singing voices. One's a tenor, one's a uh, one's mm-hmm. a falsetto.
0: hmm But when they sing together, it's great.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, they can they harmonize surprisingly well for two old fat stereotypes
0: yeah maybe they should dress up as the mario brothers
2: i was surprised they started touching each other while they were doing it too but
0: <laughs> so that was nightfall uh next week's episode is called night quest donovan has the rundown
2: for us uh so monday nights on fox uh night's quest and on the episode of gotham in this episode Jean-Paul Valley is revealed to be uh, a foreign student from the ancient Order of Saint Maz in the country of Nanda Parbat. Something. Um, while Bruce figures out figures out if this has anything to do with his parents' deaths. Spoilers: It doesn't. They actually say this. Spoilers: It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, good. Uh, uh, Fish, you know, implements her new uh, her new cabinet as the new president of the world. It, it, this is question mark at point as well. What will she do with Obama now that now that he's the garbage man and Chris, uh, not Chris um, and Miss Kringle and uh, Lee get into a fight over Enigma. All this. Plus Barbara Keene <laughs> mixed up in the uh, in the exotic dancing business on all new Gotham.
0: All right. Uh, do we have any predictions for this episode? There will be blood. So until next time, this is Josh.
2: This is Don this
3: Gooley. Is Tessa Gooley.
0: And April Fool's, everyone.
3: April Fool's. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs>
0: So I don't think it'll be a long episode But um it, If we have time at the end I wanted to do like a ten minutes like thing A fake episode of Gotham For like okay. We're basically like We make up an episode of Gotham And fake review it
3: Oh
1: how are you connecting that exactly?
0: It's like an alternate thing at the end Like an epilogue to the podcast
1: Oh okay But how are you connecting it to downtown?
0: It's a it's a separate thing. There'll there'll be something.
3: <laughs> <into> it.
1: <laughs> it's not
0: connected. It's.
3: How many ways do I need to answer
0: I'm not giving the answer that you want. No,
3: that's exactly right. Um. <laughs> like I was I was gonna like make
0: up like you know like oh. like Fish Mooney overthrows the government because like she takes over everything and like go go. Are go. you saying? You
1: need, oh. I mean are you saying like? had an episode of No Okay
0: Okay these are two separate universes
1: I know but it's
0: on the same episode. I'll, I'll put a little footnote. Okay. <laughs> I will tell our our poor confused audience. Oh, no. Well I'm just as confused as they are.
3: Good, that'll help. <laughs> oh, no It won't you shouldn't be the only person knowing what's going
0: on. That's how I like life. Matthew's down on one knee.
1: Did you ever wonder why Mary is out there in a sleeveless dress and he's got his coat on and he doesn't even give it to her? Yes.
0: Because they're all sexist back then.
1: (laughs) What? Wouldn't that mean maybe you should... I
0: I I was honestly more bothered by the scene that preceded that one where like... I think it's Daisy and someone else. Maybe it was Anna. They have a Ouija board, and they're talking to... No. What do you mean, no?
3: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded so ridiculous, I didn't remember. Oh, heavens. There it is. Yeah,
0: and then, like, Lavinia's ghost says...
3: What do you mean? No. Yeah,
0: like, what do you what mean?
3: You That's
0: the most ridiculous. Like, Lavinia's ghost, I want them to be happy. Because Lavinia cannot stop shipping her fiancé with Mary. With
1: somebody else.
0: Even on her deathbed, and even as a spooky ghost.
3: Ooh. Spooky ghost.
1: No final.
0: Oh, here's another thing I was going to say. Um, With the episode with Dawn. <laughs> so, this is the episode where, like, uh, Lord Grantham, like... Almost sleeps with that maid, but then he decides not to, and he, like, sends her away. So we're going to tell Donovan that, like, she comes back later, pregnant, and even though he's not the father because they never had sex, because back then men were so uneducated about sex, he thinks he got her pregnant by kissing her.
3: Are not about medical treatment.
0: Well, that's
1: what some people thought way back when Yeah,
0: so that's what we're going to say happens That she comes back and she and she lies to him And says, this is your baby She extorts him for money And he doesn't know that you need to um That you need to play with your pee-pee To make a baby
1: Wait, how does that work?
0: So the Skype on the phone Yeah,
1: but- <laughs> He can't watch. The he has film. A, He has
0: a. He's. He's seen it. We're not doing a commentary.
1: Oh, we're not.
0: Oh dear.
3: Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. This is why I had no. That's why I had no concern. <laughs> I know. <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you told me. No, I didn't.
0: Scary. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said you didn't watch the episode. Oh dear. Yeah, and that's why I said what's the last
3: thing
0: that happened? (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) 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 You're like I've seen it before. (laughs) Oh I I was I was a little concerned, but I was like, oh well, you know, we'll just go with it. don't have the that'll be like an hour oh no no. (laughs)
3: what happened (laughs) I hope you're recording this I think so
0: you better be oh Oh I'm trying to I can't wait to tell Donovan what you did. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I was so concerned.
3: You were so... Sad. And that's why I wasn't concerned. <laughs> Apparently. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hello. I
0: uh, remember it's Stella really and I had a wacky misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah.
3: And it just came out in the last Yeah, time like... Got ready to record.
0: Seconds before, like, you were added to this call. (laughs) So I asked Stella, I'm like, so did you have time to rewatch the episode? And she says, no. And I'm like, what do you mean no? (laughs) And she's like, I've seen it before. It'll be fine. I'm like, okay. And then, like, when you say that you're coming in, you know, while you're driving home, she says, "How's he going to watch the show while we do this?" And I'm like, "What do you mean watch the show? This, is, this isn't a commentary." She's like, "It's not." And I said, "Why do you think I was so concerned that you hadn't seen the episode?" Don, did
2: you think it was going to be a commentary? I was. Uh, Josh would have told me if
0: it was. Oh, no. <laughs> did it have to be a topless diner, though? Hey, we yeah, no. got the, the tassels on the nips.
1: <laughs>
3: oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I not <didn't> do it. <laughs> oh, shit! No. Oh my god! Oh, this, is
2: not, this is not. good for my stomach. This is the
3: weirdest April. <laughs> <laughs> We were not doing commentary
2: <laughs> <this>. <laughs> I know, that was great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 I'm,
2: literally, I'm literally imagining Aaron Richards like, like
3: shaking <laughs> <laughs> her chest. <laughs> let me get back to this. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 you have to let me calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I got to- some. <laughs> Oh, dear.